Yeah. Okay. So now we're back. Now we're on. Now we're officially. On. Yeah. Um, and to go off of a, a tangent right away. Is um, it a tangent if we haven't started talking about something else yeah, yet? Oh, by a... the way, I'm Joshua Johnson. Yo, you can't just. That's not how you do that. Fine. Welcome to the Spoken Flames podcast. <laughs> I'm Joshua Johnson, and this is my co-host. Me. Jacob Screw Prescott. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, okay. I mean, to be fair, the it's fact pretty that we late. can't break out of that forum is so what forum? Ouch to me. Nothing. It just feels so formal for what this is. Like honestly. Well, I want to introduce the podcast. If you can, yeah. But if them... you haven't figured it out by now, there's a little sample thing up at the top that tells that. Isn't that? Didn't we introduce that? Didn't we introduce ourselves in that one? It was like. Yeah. That one minute thing. Briefly. Yeah. But yeah. So they should know who. Anyway, we are. welcome to 2021. Otherwise known as the year of the, the podcast. podcast. Anyway. That was our one official thing that we'll do tonight. That's we the can now only move official on. thing. Okay. Yeah, we do the one thing at the tangent. top, then we move on. What's your tangent? The tangent, I was Or saying, also known as biggest, the first topic of my conversation. Biggest, <laughs> yes. My biggest uh, pet peeve is, like, when people go, so, like, and then they just don't finish their, their thought. Yeah. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you do that to me sometimes, and it really frustrates me. Yeah, well, it's also, like, yeah, one of those things that I think I use as, like, a power move when I'm, like, yeah, I, I want know. you to pay attention to me, so I'm going to get you intrigued, and then you can shush and then, tell, like, listen to what I'm going to say. Okay, also, to I be think fair, it's, I, I think had to, it is. The other day, we had a, okay. sorry, the other day we had a conversation, and I had to drag something out, out of you after you just kind of, you did that, so... That's I wanna, different. I want to call hypocrite That's a little bit. That's actually different, though, because it was something that, in my mind, we'd already talked about and we're done, and I didn't want to bring it up again. Yeah, but it's the same concept of it's you not. brought something up, you didn't. I didn't know what page we were on, <laughs> and then you just left me in the dark. Welcome to this episode where we have a fight. <laughs> that was... What episode was the fight? We had a fight in episode, like, five Wait, or something. We... Remember we had, like, a big fight about... Which one? Uh, like blocking cameras versus like peeves about Dungeons okay, and Dragons. Okay, but we weren't. Like, space, were we like... having a fight though? Wait, was that our Dungeons and Dragons episode? I don't remember. I think it, it might have been. been. I think it might have been. The um, point is, we have fought on the podcast, fight, kind of. I don't think it was a fight. It felt like a fight at the moment. Sure. Um, <laughs> if Joshua just stops talking, it's because I knocked him out cold <laughs> and just continued the podcast. <laughs> um, but to bring us back to what I was saying. Oh, wait, no, we did kind of talk about yeah. that. Never mind. Uh, but it's interesting because um, uh, we had to study uh, verbal judo in, in our classes back in college. And um, one of the tactics, which I have, I don't know if I use this enough, and I think I need to start you doing it. Um, when you're dealing with somebody who's like, I don't know, kind of like obnoxious or like they're being really loud or they're acting crazy you know whatever verbal judo states that all you have to do is just lower your voice yeah and talk normally throughout the conversation and the person because people are inherently curious and there's something about like when somebody's talking you kind of want to listen to what they're having like gonna say so you can either argue with them more or you can hear what they're gonna say um and so when somebody's acting crazy you just talk normally 
even quieter than normal and they'll actually lower their voice and stop talking to listen to you. I haven't seen it work in firsthand, but um, I think it's something that's really cool. It's just like... Yeah, no, I've used it before. Um, My understanding of the concept is as you begin to lower your voice, They... they feel out of place to continue to raise yeah, their voice. Exactly. And so they feel like they need to And the maintain. power switches back into your hands. Yeah. And I've definitely used that on other people and it's been actually very effective. The you funny thing is I I the funny thing is it's worked in situations where I told the person what I was doing and yet it still worked. <laughs> oh no, yeah, absolutely because as you're explaining it they're like, "Wait, what is he saying?" and then yeah, there you yeah. go. Potato potato. Mm-hmm. Um no no arguing arguing is fun i'm gonna be honest i had a couple of topics Mm -hmm. as of this morning and they have evaporated away so instead i'm just gonna complain about how much my back hurts right now oh you want to talk to me about how bad i just finished like a two-hour workout on my back i can't bend over anymore today yeah what'd you do to your back i uh i'm alive Uh uh-huh and so my back is out of whack and it hurts and it's been doing this for three days now so back is out of whack do you ever do you guys ever go to a chiropractor um some of us do not enough My... people know the magic of chiropractors like I've never honestly been. like honestly I so really many problems can be up. solved by a chiropractor i think like i honestly. think one of my legs like my hip is crooked oh absolutely with your hips are you kidding me there's no way those things are even like gonna not have problems i've seen the way you walk (laughs) have you seen the way i stand i can't stand up straight that's also true that's why i think that that's why i think is yeah because i can't stand up straight but um anyway chiropractor videos i'm favorite thing i'm to i'm to the point where i cannot sit in a normal position without extreme pain and even if in a slab, she didn't like have a slipped disc or something. What'd you do? Um, I'm not sure, but my sh- did you sneeze? Probably. Um, because people have straight up done. Yeah, that. but you know I don't sneeze, so that, well. Um, but I've seen the way you sneeze, and that <laughs> it could cause so, serious damage. My like shoulder right here, mm-hmm. that hurts, and then just so, pressing on it. Well, yeah, that also hurts, but that muscle in particular hurts. Okay. Um, I mean, I also have like all the, cause I hold all of my tension right here Yeah. in my shoulder. Is this, what is the muscle? Oh, my gym is starting Tai Chi classes on Mondays and Thursdays, I think. Yeah. It's really interesting. Wait, your gym actually as well. Yeah. I forgot. I was was like, (laughs) my gym. Your gym. gym. Yeah. Your gym, dude. Yeah. So I don't know. That'd be fun. Yeah. It's like noon though. It's like super early. Yeah. I, noon doesn't work for me any day I don't of the get week. into the gym before um, 3 o'clock. The, and then my lower back. My lower back is actually killing Your lumbar. Me. Yeah. Um, like from the tailbone. And it's actually like painful enough that I'm not sure if it's bone issue or a muscle thing. Um, yeah, it's probably a, probably a bone thing. But usually that's how it works. Muscle I, pain would go away usually after a couple of days. I think it's probably joint or, or bone. It might be a you joint. You also might have a nerve that's doing something with you as well. That's true. Here's the fun thing about backs, though. I And you also do that to yourself, which you are asking for something I to can't. get messed up. You literally twist yourself 
backwards to crack your back. Yeah. Like that's I don't even crack my back. I I pop knuckles, but never like yeah. my back is something. But really the thing is, my hurt. back will lock my like my back locks up so quickly. Like I can pop my back multiple times in a half an hour. Right. I know. I've like seen you because do it. it that's how quickly it locks up again. Mm. Yeah. I actually need to go back to the gym and like actually start doing like my lower lower back mm-hmm. stuff because I think that that was helping, but. My dad was telling me I could go to a massage therapist. Oh, um, yeah. My mom because, and dad went to one of those. Because, uh... My mom, I think, is actually doing that now for her, like, Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. Which, because she's always struggled with that. Like, if she does something, like... Like, when we when we play tennis or pickleball, if she, like, does that high activity and then and then stops, like, she can barely walk. Like, hmm. her, her, her tendons in the back of her calf are just, like, seizing. Interesting. Yeah, the... I kind of lost my train of thought because I'm tired. Muscle therapy. Muscle. Anyway, because apparently it's covered by our insurance. So it would cost Even me... Even more. He was like, it would reason. cost you 20 bucks. That's it. Yeah, Ethan and goes like, Ethan goes to a chiropractor almost weekly. I am so jealous. He's like, yeah, it's like 40 bucks per visit now after I got this. And I was like, What? Yeah, I haven't I, been in like two years, and I'm like kind of afraid. It makes me nervous. <laughs> like I have never gone to a chiropractor, oh, but it does make me awesome. nervous. It's awesome. It's awesome, and it does yeah. sound really awesome, especially for somebody but, like you who actually enjoys like. I mean, I assume you enjoy like popping things and breaking things. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's breaking like that. Things. It's like that. Except Josh, you have you had to put no effort into it. Somebody is doing it to you. It's the most relaxing thing ever. Like on it, it, it yeah. is on a whole nother level. Well, level. The only uncomfortable thing is they usually do like an electro um thing to loosen up your muscles so they can get to the bones and pop oh, them open. But... Like an electroshock. Yeah, like but it's like super machine. mild. Yeah, 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 yeah I do yeah, that at my house. At my house. <laughs> so you're like we, we own there. one of those, and you're so I actually there. do that occasionally. Yeah. Perfect. And there was there was one time I did it. My back hurt so much, I couldn't feel it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. But the, like, the massage therapist, like, I'm like, okay, I could do that. That sounds, mm-hmm. he's like, also, there's always acupuncture. And I'm like. Oh, God. <laughs> see, uh, I couldn't, I don't think I could ever do that. I No, no, no. See, and I think he's like, he's like, you Yo. can't, you barely feel it, like, at all. He's and I'm done like, it? My dad's done acupuncture for years. Oh, like, that's right. A couple years, a he messed up his that's back right. and couldn't walk. That's right. Like, at all. Wait, did you try jumping on his little machine there? What machine? That's the one that holds you upside down. Just I lock in and just... have <sighs> not, but I should on the try rack. that more. But put yourself on the rack. <laughs> I should try that more, but... And then you do your sit-ups or whatever it's meant for. I don't know. It's just meant to hang you upside down. Oh, okay. Well, I know people do sit-ups on them or something no. like that. But... The, yeah, the massage therapist, I'm like, oh, that sounds, he's like, and if they're really good, they get like really good deep tissue, like, and they really work it all out. And I'm like, that sounds amazing, but also sounds like arguably probably one of the most painful things in my life because. Oh, I could never do a massage. Because literally my entire, like, like this is a rock right now. Like trying to work that out. I mean, 
Like, it's just so painful. Like, yeah, but that's, but then when somebody else does it, Josh, it's, it's even worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, with, with this, it's like, oh, nope, that hurts. I won't go any farther than that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they don't care, more that, like, yeah, it has to be done. And, and also, just... I can't feel it, so screw you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So no, that's 100%. something I'm considering doing, but also. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. Chiropractor. Can't recommend it more. Yeah. No, it's on. It's it's actually been it's on, on my, my to-do. bucket list. It's been on my. T- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it before is. Before you die at some point. Great. Awesome. <laughs> uh, there's there's Along actually. Along with bungee jumping. There's actually a massive list of actually, things. Actually, bungee jumping, I would argue, is scarier than skydiving. Yeah. Because you can see the bottom at all times and you just hurdle towards it. Also, skydiving, if something bad goes ha- bad happens, you have time, I feel like. <laughs> I would say that that's worse, but okay. But I mean, like, you might be able to fix something. With bungee jumping, it's just like, broken. oh, there's a problem. Broken. Here we go. Broken, broken, gone, gone, broken, broken, gone. Yeah. Anyway. What movie is that from? I have no that... idea. Really? Have, have I you... seen it? I don't know. Probably not. Surf's Up. Have you ever seen that movie? It's the penguin surfing movie. I don't penguin, think so. Penguin, as Benedict Cumberbatch would say. And they picked him to voice over oh an Arctic wolf in the Penguins of Madagascar movie. He can't even pronounce penguin. <laughs> like, no, like legitimately. He's talked about it in interviews. He can't say it. He says penguin. Or something crappy like that, oh I think. Oh my gosh. But no, he, he got to he got to play in a movie, or voiceover in a movie, in which his character said Penguin at least ten times. I think there was some oversight issues that happened there. Yeah. Like they just kind of glossed over. Yeah. So, spring break next week. For me. Shyla gets the entire week off of work because she works at a preschool. Yeah. I yeah. get the entire week off of school and get to work regular hours. I'm so Dope. excited. I get to work regular hours. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to I don't and nothing nothing changes in my schedule. Yeah. I thought it alternated quarters. Okay, it does. But you see here's the thing. When I bid for my shift at the beginning of last year, or at the end of last year, I bid the first two quarters the same, and the second two quarters the same. So it only shifts on the third quarter, and then it'll be the mm. same for those two quarters. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it's on my work phone, so it's not on that phone. But I took a picture of my schedule. Because I was like, look, I was like, quick and look. For, and for I when it switches in quarter, July, I think the shift change happened. Because now I'm like with a different like there's new people on my shift and i'm like did we switch over because nothing changed for me or the other person that works with me Mm. everything stayed the same so far and so i'm like did 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 we have a thing because also i'm like do we not get emails about this like am i just missing the emails yeah do you have a work email that you don't check no i check it every time i'm working Okay. But there's nothing that says quarter change on this yeah. day, yada yada yada. You think that that's something that they the put last out. the last time I the, the 
when the quarter change, when the switch change actually mattered, I literally asked the other person that was on my shift. I was like, Hey, so when do we, when do we like, I know the quarter's coming out. So when do we, when do we actually shift over? And she's like, Oh, tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, so then, huh. And so I had to actually end up working an extra day. So I worked, uh, an extra which was i mean it was fine but like i worked an extra shift that week because it was shifting over so fun 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 did you get another email about your i didn't oh but i have one oh cool because because i have a bunch like backlogged oh sure so i actually just was pulling that up because i was like you know we need something to talk about right so let's talk about me and the natural world. <laughs> Gross. I love it. Um, so, advocates. I am an advocate, which is an INFJ. An M- MNOP? I think. Um, it's the same joke I lo- used last time. I know. I keep using it. Yep. Are people who go pet the deer. <laughs> Have you ever pet a deer? No. It's super surreal. Actually, that's wrong. I have pet a deer. Like a live one, Josh. Yeah, like a live baby deer. Oh, a baby deer. Yeah. I don't know how old my deer was that I pet. It was like in eastern part of where we're from. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, it was like a, a resort or whatever. Yeah. And on the golf course, the the deer there is super, they're like mule deer. I have They're held... super domesticated. And so you just literally like walk up. They're just like staring at you the whole time like, what's up, dude? Like... And yeah. I, like you don't have to have any food or nothing, and they're just stand there. And I was just like, "Oh, cool!" And I just like pet him, the whole time expecting the deer to be like, "Wow!" Because <laughs> I've seen movies, um, but no, the deer was just like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like staring at me the whole time. Like we looked, I yeah. looked into its soul, and was just like, "Whoa!" And it was just like, "Yeah, dude," and just we're doing whatever. I was like, "Yeah, grass or whatever." I've uh, held a kangaroo before. Oh, see, I baby kangaroo. That. I haven't done that. Yeah, Canada. I ca- okay. I caught. A wild bird once with my bare hands <laughs> when I was 11 years old. Wow. It was right up there by the barn. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there was like a bunch of, they were like little, you know, like little ones. Not like, what are they called? I don't even know what they're called. They're like the ones with the white and then they had like the black head and then they're like super small. They're like that big. What are they know. called? What are I don't know called? birds. Sparrow? No, 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 no. It was like, we made, We have a bunch of birdhouses for them. Quail? They're the smallest Pigeon. hole. No, no, no. It was, it was Hummingbird. Like... No. Can you imagine if I caught a hummingbird? <laughs> no, anyway. Swallow? So... No, it's like a... It's like a... This is going to annoy me, but I'll figure it out later. Anyway. Yeah. No, so there was like a flock of them, right? Like right there. And so I was up by the tree... And I was just like, I was just standing there, seeing if they were doing anything. And they just kept getting, like, closer. And I was like, oh, I got this. So then I, like, just waited. And I, this is when I was, like, super chubby, too, and, like, had no athletics whatsoever. So I was actually surprised with myself. But, um, and then I, like, just, like, ran out at them. And my initial goal was just to, like, chase them off. Because, you know, that's what you do when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, And then one of them flew into the barn. I just was like like hit the side of it and just hit the ground again it wasn't like hurt or anything but it was just like it was like startled it's like and then i was Stunned. able yeah i was able to be like oh <laughs> it just was like oh and i grabbed it and then i was like 
oh, now what? <laughs> like, I was like, oh. And so then I could, like, its heartbeat was so fast. Like, mm-hmm. I could just feel it. It just explodes. Yeah. No, so I caught it. So then I was like, oh. So then I was, like, afraid nobody would believe me. I went to my brother, who, of course, is, like, what? He's, like, 15, maybe. Um and so I like took it to my brother. I was like, "Dude, look what I got!" And he's just like, "Dude, you're gonna get like disease from that." <laughs> so I immediately dropped it, and then it went and like flew away. And he's like, "You better go wash your hands," because like I don't, I yeah. to this day I do not know if he was kidding or no. if like he was that's just a, that's like, the thing. Like that's yeah. why you're not supposed to pick up feathers. Yeah, because they have that's diseases. Why. That's why, not because they're super valuable. Anyway. So, I've um, seen old-timey movies. I know they make pens out of those. Don't lie. <laughs> the combination. Maybe that's why they all died really young. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Okay. There is there is a common did not like a... There's a pattern here. Boom. Pattern. The combination of the intuitive, intuitive mm-hmm. and feeling traits make for a person who feels deeply connected to nature as they look for unity in everything around them. It can even feel spiritual. In a sense. I should have read the full sentence before looking at the mic. Mm -hmm. Advocates are likely to pick up strays from the side of the road or donate money to nature preservation organizations. Also... Have you ever picked up a stranger from the side of the road? Not a stranger. They're talking about strays, like animals. Oh, Oh, I, str- I legitimately thought it was, like, stranger. My bad. No. I heard that Advocates wrong. are likely to pick up strays from Ew. the side of the road. Ew. I have not. But I have sworn to myself that if I hit an animal and know that it is dead, I will take it home and bury it. No. <laughs> Josh, don't do that. Just kick it off the side of the road. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could live with myself like that. Yeah? Wait, you said animal, right? Yeah. I've told you about the time I hit a cougar, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, so if you different. would know, but like I'm, the same I'm talking about, thing. I'm talking about a rabbit. You drag a 300 pound cougar back to your house and bury it. <laughs> if I could get it in the car, no, I would consider I, to it. To this day, I don't know if I actually killed that thing because I never saw it again, it's, and I was not getting out of my car to check. If our life is a D and D campaign, it's going to come back at a higher level and try to kill you. <laughs> I'm sitting here at level five, <laughs> like maybe. Um. It's going to be like, yeah. uh, what's the shape-shifting things? What are they called? What the backwards hands? What are those again? Uh, Rakshasas. Rakshasas, yeah. It's yeah. going to be a Rakshasa. <laughs> but they can take the form of other things. Yeah. That's the other thing. True. It, I could be feline, it. Right? I could be yeah. the cougar. The cougar has killed and eaten Joshua. Come to think of it, we were like just... No, we were friends before, actually. it was like But not very after. long. It was a year after. Yeah. So you didn't know me as well. So it could have killed me and replaced me. And Fair. here we are that's making true. a podcast with a rock that's, that's true cool 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 okay make your move punk one day <laughs> biding my time our, so our research found that advocates are most likely to like spending time in nature which is both true and untrue, untrue. For me. i was gonna say i don't i don't know that i've ever like I've seen you in nature like one time and that was at a campsite. So Yeah, I I enjoy nature. Wait, as long did as... you ever go to Aneroid? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So then you so I that's guess the, that that's the that roughest counts. I've ever that's gotten, I think, with nature. That's the, that's like the, the other thing is I enjoy nature 
but not and I mean, like that's roughing it but that's not like that's like a yeah, posh but roughing like it. not living off the grid sure, kind of sure, rough. Sure, like sure. like i think it says like spending time in nature like going to a park i feel like would count which is something that i enjoy yeah. doing but i do enjoy not our park though our park is not naturey it's kind of dead there's right? too much there's too much pavement also there's just too much not anything like the arboretum like it's i feel like it's just the trees. arboretum's small it's also small, really small and there's just a lot of trees and also during the, the summer the japanese they... garden i don't even remember what? that ever being a thing because like it's always been like that since i was a kid and i was like it was supposed was to be this? so beautiful yeah, they they kind of tanked on that someone one. just didn't take care of it yeah which is unfortunate but they do have a frisbee golf yes a fairly decent frisbee golf course also they're they've been talking about redoing the japanese garden for years have they yeah uh, i don't I, i'll believe it when i see it yeah me too often the advocates find themselves lost in thought while walking through nature advocates especially turbly turbulent ones are the most likely to find themselves zoning out i thought i thought it was gonna say often find themselves lost in nature <laughs> like actually lost <laughs> I mean, uh, I think there's one in the same sometimes. True, true, true. Um, are naturally in tune with animals. So what that... we've learned is that you're the ranger beastmaster subclass. Maybe. You should be. I don't think so, though. I don't think that's... I need the magic to make the animal like me. There's, there's that for that. Yeah, well, I mean, the, you're a ranger. Yeah. You have magic. Yeah. I also uh, think I'm more of a druid than a ranger. <sighs> Why? I don't know. Because you, but cause the only real difference is because you get to be the animals. Yeah. That's the real difference. So you're telling me you'd rather be an animal than to have one as a companion? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um are likely to jump into action to ease an animal's pain. Yeah. You willing to put an animal out of its misery? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, my, my dad has gone to war with gophers before. My mom said there was one time that he shot it with a shotgun, you know? And usually, and by the way, we have big gophers. Yeah. Like, gopher. It's like that big. Mm-hmm. And like I've I've planked two of them. I'm like two for two with my shotgun shots. My dad has killed I think four now. And on this one in particular, he shot it, but he but he was like he was low on his aim, and he hit the dirt, cause cause you kind of have to shoot low so you can hit the body that's under the dirt, and then all because you don't want to shoot it on the head. Yeah. You want it to get the best one I've ever done was this kind of little smaller one, but still, I was just like, I just kind of like walked up and I just waited for it to poke his head up and I just went, boom! And the and the buckshot, which I think we're using, I think it was just target load though. It wasn't like true true buckshot. Um, but this one that my dad was using, he, he did use buckshot and it still didn't kill it, which is like scary. <laughs> so, but anyway, I hit it and, it and it actually split it in half and took its head off. Its head went, and went flying and its body just went out of the hole i was like oh i don't even have to dig it up in any or anything it's Ugh. just there anyway so my dad and i wasn't there to see this but my mom said my dad basically shot this shot this gopher from the porch and it like came like it shot it and it was like and it like kept, fell out of its hole and it was like moving around still 
it t it took buckshot, Josh, to the back and did not die. So it's just like moving around. It's a flesh is all exposed. My dad just like puts the shotgun down, runs over, grabs this rock, and just beats the heck out of it. Just beats it to death like he's at war. Just like ah, and just beats this thing to death. And I mean, it was big, like that I big. Mean... Once you've shot something, it and my needs mom to was die. like, my mom was like, it was so gross, and my dad was like, yeah, no, I killed it, <laughs> like, he's like my bare hands. Oh gosh, yeah, see, I he also do that. he's also killed a lot of uh, grave diggers, which are like the ground squirrels, the big old ground squirrels. Yeah, and my dad he lays those out for the for the um, vultures, not not necessarily on purpose, but he like <laughs> he said he was like, I'll get around to burying it. He just left it there. And he doesn't know where it went. <laughs> so I'm assuming a skunk probably got it yeah. and dragged it off. But I was like, it's not good yeah. to attract birds of prey no, I just, when you raise chickens. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, my gosh. I just try not to uh, kill nature. We Okay, first of all, humans are a part of nature. Let's not forget that. I also try not to kill humans. I would like to clarify that. Okay, no, no, no. What I mean is, what I mean is, you can't separate yourself from nature. Yeah. And part of nature is killing. It's part of the. It's part of the like cycle. I know. It's so, part of the so you'll cycle. You'll have to kill. You'll have to kill a ground squirrel or two. I shot a bunch of timber tigers. Not over, if I can avoid it. Over up in the mountains near sisters, I I I, I was going there with my twenty two, which I put like a, I have like a, pretty cool magazine for it. Um, and I have it like customized for like a red dot site. And so there's little, so these are, these are chipmunks. Okay. They're small little buggers. They're such a problem. They're, they're considered rodents <clears throat> over there. And so it's open season year round because they re they repopulate so quickly. Mm -hmm. So we're just driving through these trails, making a ton of noise in the side by side, just like, <laughs> and, uh, basically we just scare them into moving. And so then. So then our driver will be like, there they are. And he'll slam on the brakes. And everybody bails out of the car with their 22s and just bails out and just goes, pop, 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 pop. And so it's just open season on these things, just shooting them. And like, there was one that I chased across the road and it was like, it was like, run, 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 run. And I was, my, my gun had the highest magazine count. And so, um, it kind of starts running across the road and our driver, Thomas is just like, get it. And I'm just like, pop, 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 pop. And I'm just chasing this. It's like running and it's just like ping, 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 ping. And like, you could see the bullets like hitting the ground and like skipping up the dirt yeah. and like right behind it. And then it stopped and I just went, and I just like went right over it. Just like, and mowed it down. It yeah. So... No. See, some of those rooms, they are really oh, nuisance gosh. and they should be thinned out, but. Yeah, and I'm not saying I think in that weekend I think I only got three. Yeah, and I was I think. But those things got like one they get two. in your insulation. Chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're buggers. Ground squirrels are the worst too. Anyway. Ground squirrels. Um, they killed an entire garden at our house one year. Yeah, they got into our um our potatoes. Do you know what the most annoying thing about ground squirrels is, or whatever we had that was bothering our our garden? Yeah. They came and the pea plants. They let them grow until yeah. they had worked their way up yeah. the strings, you know. Yeah. And then they came, and they didn't eat them. They <clears> just <throat> bit the stems. Oh. And they just died, died yeah. on the strings. Interesting. They didn't eat anything from them. They just came and yeah, snipped they the got, bottoms. They got into my potatoes, man, and I was I was ticked. Yeah. No. I mean, we still ended up with like two five-gallon buckets of potatoes, but I was yeah. like, oh, man. <laughs> okay. 
um, advocates are most likely of all types to be affected by natural beauty, such as blooming flowers, oh. trees swaying in the mid- wind, mind, I thought, yeah. sunlight reflecting off the water. What did you I thought you, you were think? thinking, I thought in my head for some reason, I thought it was like that you would just be naturally beauty, beautiful <laughs> and like you wouldn't need to like have makeup or whatever if you're a girl. Uh, or guys. It's, it's to be affected by natural beauty. Right. So I think it wouldn't be me. I think it would be other people around me. If we were going with your your version of that, right? Yeah, inference. my bad. But my bad. Yeah. Um, most likely to own several house plant plants. I'm sorry, Croat. I killed a house plant. Croat. Croat. My house plant. Well, he that's died. Why? Because you named him the Croat. He what was a croton plant. Yeah. And? He was really beautiful. Yeah. And for some reason, and? my room was not good for him, yeah. so he Why? died. Yeah. Why? But not before he made a cameo in a TV show, so he will oh, be yeah? forever. Which... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't That's remember. Right. I don't remember where. Like I can't remember. Either, but he's but in the footage somewhere. It. I do remember it. He's in the footage somewhere. He has made a cameo, and that will forever be the only thing he has ever done. Um forever immortalized yeah a love of nature is a wonderful thing however nature loving types might find themselves in conflict when they hear about the destruction of nature see this is me advocates with their soft hearts oh god (laughs) (laughs) soft hearts i'm sorry this is too it's the truth it honestly is are the most likely to feel depressed when the natural world suffers from human impact Mm mm-hmm (sighs) <sighs> be they can to direct passion to action be patient with those who aren't as passionate about saving the environment <laughs> get involved with local government nope not gonna do that that seems boring local government though um not, not like yeah nothing crazy just become mayor be more conscientious about what nature preservation organizations you donate to do your research and don't allow yourself into being food fooled into donating to an unproductive charity which is actually a good tip for just anything ever of all time make mm-hmm. sure you're not giving to something anything ever of all yeah. time yeah 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 no yeah 100 percent. crap 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 i just sat on my leg wrong and so now all of a sudden this leg the feeling is coming back (laughs) yeah that's what you get for laying on your body parts Mm. Uh, anyway (sighs) i'm okay god gave you something to sit on it's called your butt my butt hurts all the time though because my back always hurts all the time because my feet hurt all the time because my ankles hurt all the time. Hmm. I wonder I wonder where your feet or your ankles hurt all the time. It's not because you wear flip-flops year round I'm and have no my support feet actually and have, have flat wide feet. I had flat wide feet before the flip-flops I'd like to point out, but also my feet are fine. It's just my back. Anyway, um, cause you're going to go to a chiropractor and they're going to tell you there is there is something in your feet that's causing it. Because most of your problems happen and start with your feet. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that's that's our clip on how Joshua functions as a human being. In nature. Yeah, in nature. I mean, eventually we're gonna get through all of this stuff. But what is like what is a your favorite 
or just give us a give us a story about you in nature let's let's start there me in nature yeah because we've we've read what your body your what your body type <laughs> what my what body your, type is <laughs> what your stereotype is whatever you want to call that uh personality type yeah that one um i like stereotype better but yeah um <clears throat> I mean, personal personality types are stereotypes right um they're ex- socially acceptable stereotypes anyway um well, so because give they're us not a... defined by a certain category of right well okay so give us a story of of, of a time you were in nature and like, it's really funny or special or something hmm Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't actually... Because I've shared some of mine. It mostly has to do with... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, not going to lie. I am so jealous. That, right? that sounded like it felt good. Don't. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Excuse me while I vomit. See, I can under, I can, I can, I can relate with the neck popping because I do it occasionally. But then, the when you fold yourself back like that and just let every part of your vertebra snap, I can, I can. Sometimes, if I get it, we get it right. I can just arch my shoulders and pop my my upper spine. Oh, cool! Right, cool, 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 cool. Anyway, me and nature. I can I, pop this joint in my thumb. Yeah. I can do that too, but I mean, mine's not as loud as yours. Yeah, mine. Hang on. There, that's that's thank you. That's my wrist for being with this ASMR episode. (laughs) Hope you don't not like those. Welcome to welcome to chiropracting ASMR. (laughs) Yeah, that I could listen to that actually. Oh, I have like a (laughs) hundred percent. There's a really good one um, with, and I think I've told you about this. Uh, there's like an ASMR thing. It's an hour long, and one of the chiropractors that they show is a um, NFL chiropractor um, for the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's an NFL team. Anyway, I don't follow sports. I don't either. Right? Don't look at no, me. No, the NFL. Wait, no, that's the Cowboys. Wait. Anyway, he's the Longhorns. Uh, person anyway aren't there multiple teams for each state <clears throat> yeah but some are college and some are nfl um so I, I always get confused um but anyway and so he's this southern he's a southern dude and it's hilarious because mixed in with the asmr factor of it like he's just like popping people and like doing this really cool thing with his like, like with their head where there's like he like holds it and he just like goes just snaps it and, and, just, <laughs> and then and there we go so okay so he has it so this is how i know he's so practiced because he does the same thing even vocally like he's just like okay and and we're okay and so we're gonna get here and, and, and he goes and he's like yep yeah, just like that and then we're gonna come back and oh there we go like <laughs> he said the exact same thing and he's like this older like 60s ish yeah like western guy and it is hilarious. I could not stop laughing for like two minutes. Mixed in with this ASMR things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. Oh. My my favorite one to watch is this Australian doctor. Um, and he basically, this guy said that he had this like super piercing like pain in his chest whenever he like breathe in. And so the doctor's like, okay, well, he took some x-rays. And he's like, okay, so here's your problem right here is this vertebra. Uh, all you have to do is we just we there's one so here's so he gets it down to it's like 
I just need to correct one thing and this will all go away. Yeah. So he's like, he's diagnosed it. He's figured it out. And he's like, okay, so lay down on the table. And he talks in like this Australian accent. But it's it's different than the one I do. It's, it's, it's more Jim Jeffries, if you know what I mean. No, but okay. Okay, so like Jim Jeffries is a stand-up comedian. Anyway, ask Justin to do a, an Australian accent. That's more the accent. Justin's Australian accent is different than the one I do. Yeah. His is more Jim Jeffries. Mine is whatever I make it to be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. um, So anyway, this dude, his back, his back muscles are so tight around this area because it's like trying to protect the, the nerve because it's like technically damaged. Mm-hmm. So his, his back muscles, you know, like the big, the big ones that run down along your spine to support yeah. your spine. They're completely like rock solid, like tense. And the guy's not even like that's just his body doing that, mm-hmm. and so the so the doctor's like, like like yeah, it's just you can just grab it, right? It's just it's like, look at all that flesh. It's just a big mound. Of, anyway, so he's having a hard time getting to the the place to make the adjustment. So this guy's laying down, and he's basically like, okay. So he like he's like, right, so he moves, puts his palm in like this, and he's like, okay. And he's like, okay, now deep deep breath, and he's just like CPR position almost, and he's like deep breath and out, and he just goes. And it just one pop. It just goes like that's the sound it makes. And then the guy just goes, oh, 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 <laughs> because all the pressure and all the stuff just released and he could actually breathe. And he's just like, oh, and then instantly you can see all the, the rigid muscles and they do a before and after photo. All the rigid muscles just completely relax. Hmm. It was like riveting to watch. I was just like, oh, my God. That'd be so relaxing to have that happen. Yeah. Like, because I understand that, like, yeah. a lot of tent, like, because, like, I, ho- I hold, like, right now, like, mm-hmm. the sides, like, the muscles that line my spine yeah. are super tense. And yeah. so are my shoulders. And so, like, just to release, to actually get released, like. Yeah. Go go see <gasps> this, so go good. see this Australian guy. He lives in Sydney. <laughs> okay. I think is where he, jump I think in that's that where plane he that I have in my even, backyard. And... I'm not even sure. But. But, yeah. Yeah. So me and nature, I I honestly haven't, like I wouldn't say that I've like interacted with nature a lot recently. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, genuinely, the last time I was like in nature, I feel like was like filming. Oh wow! Really? I want to say that wasn't even like nature though. That was like the park. <laughs> yeah, which we've talked. About. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, like behind my house. There's that. Oh, that's true. You do. You literally have woods in your backyard. Yeah, but I don't yeah. go there. Yeah, your woods aren't also are also not like woods. Woods. They're like woods that you have to like trudge through. Yeah, it's on a hill. Like yeah, like like it, you go downhill and then you have to come back as soon as you get to the woods. Yeah. It's like oh, we're declining. Like yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah. very quickly. Dude, like quickly. when me and Natalie had to do that scene where we had to run like back towards the woods. That was so tiring. <laughs> Yeah. And then and you had to do it with a camera. I had to do it with a camera. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, like, there were some... Oh, my word. That was such a learning experience. There are so many things that I would do differently now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Particularly so. because we have three cameras. True. True, true, true. We could do um, a one take and actually just go with that. Capture your angles. Yeah. Yeah. You want. But, Yeah. There's, um, which is kind of why, like, mm-hmm. not that not I'm not putting this out there, but I like put it out there. Josh. Would love to do a really 
a short film, as in like a five-minute sure. short film yeah. this summer. Like Shyla and uh, Serena do. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Um, oh my gosh, by the way, you guys, the um, the uh, the restaurant one is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Of theirs. It's so good. It's I was so, so proud of Shyla. She nailed the gym. So like, good. Like, the gym impression that she had, which I don't know if that was 100% what she was going for, but she nailed it. Yeah. But just like, 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 and having yes. seen, having seen. The fact that they go into that with the no office. script and have no expectation and have no idea what they're going to do is yeah. hilarious to me. And See, I'm just like, yeah, so you just did that in three hours. Not me. No, like, I know. I have to mm-hmm. at least have a decent plan like to right. go into something like that and, yeah and i did mean you see did you I ever was, see the the I, movie trailer me and shayla made for for the horror movie i don't think so oh my god it's so um good. i always that's always i always bring you remind along me, because i know you're play that for you i know you so good <laughs> i i always bring you along because i know you're a curveball and you'll Make I can't it. read a script to you, save my you life. You can't read, yeah. read a script to save, save your life, and so you'll you'll switch I'll it up. I'll just punch it up, yeah. And it'll make, and honestly, it'll make it better, because really what I, like, my writing process, I mean, like, to be fair, now that I've been doing, like, DMing, mm-hmm. I haven't written anything, actually. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I could go back, because I feel like one of the things, like, my struggles as a writer is when I have a huge cast of characters or even just five characters like to get into each character's head individually like mm. and i and i do ensembles i don't do main characters um yeah. so like which is partially because i'm i'm wired to do like tv shows not mm-hmm. like novels that focus on like first person from the perspective of, of a single person oh yeah christopher paulini yeah and so i so i good. do i do um ensemble casts as if it was written for tv and so i, I have a huge cast of characters or at least like even when Your i'm like character binder for D alone is fifteen thousand pounds yeah um i i'm looking into i'm gonna have to start investing in more of those um or just stop making characters and <laughs> wait for us to catch up josh uh, yeah um the i mean a lot of those are characters that you've already in, in encountered sure like that are npcs or characters you get to build 30 more characters that's it just the wizard for the party and then you have to stop no <laughs> you cannot tell me what to do um the... i'll tell you what you should do <laughs> yeah i'd get bored though and i I just have to keep resurrecting the same bad guys so yeah don't do that yeah you'd get bored and mad because then you could never be sure that anyone was dead Oh, you mean like the guy that we thought we killed? <laughs> and then it turns out he's actually alive. Yeah, that guy. Um, but And possibly an infant or however how does their thing work again? It's like You are not quite sure. Gross. Yeah. He's either Oh the exact That's what I was gonna do research on in the library. <laughs> or he's an infant somewhere. I remembered. Yeah. Um the where was I at in the brain thing? Mm-hmm. I was talking about writing. Oh, yeah, I, like characters. diving into yeah. a character. Like I don't know. I feel like my my one struggle when I was when I was always writing was writing different characters, not in a bad way, but just in a like I was writing characters with the understanding that 
someone else was going to come in and embody the character and was going to put their own mm. perspective yeah, yeah, onto yeah. it. And so, like, I didn't feel like I needed to work out... You weren't fleshing all, out a script, Like, I didn't like, need to flesh out of... all of the quirks of a character. Um, right. I think with, with the play, I think be, partially because we had a very distinct type or description or, like, vibe for mm-hmm. a character. Mm-hmm. I think that one was easier. To yeah. be like, okay, so this person, they're super proud, so let's make them as flamboyant as possible. Also, let's cast me. Escanor, uh, the lion sin of pride. Whoa, that's actually like a really good impression of him. Holy cow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he's the anime, he's from the anime I just finished. Um, the, so like, I feel like that one was different, but like, in general, like, I feel like they all kind of become like the same semi-blank character. And, like, I put down some dialogue and stuff, but whenever I write a scene, I write it with the understanding that someone else is going to be finishing the ca- what I started. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. finishing out the character. Yeah. Um, where I think as with D&D... You're leaving room for some flavor. With D&D, I am embodying the character, and I do have to make things different. And yeah, I, you and have like, to embody all the characters. And, like, yeah. And, like, the characters, some of them are similar... And some of them have subtle differences, but a lot of them do have to be different um, in personality and voice and the way that they carry themselves and stuff like that. And so um, I haven't done any writing, um, but at all, really, no. Mm. I mean, like I've done D and D. Which to right. a certain extent it's is writing, but writing it's not script writing. writing. Yeah, it's like writing, and and I have to do pl- story planning, and like I mean, I'm I'm always running a scene in my head. Sure. Um, like, I've been running a bunch of stuff for this next session and future sessions, and just like, um, and I mean, like the funny thing is, I run things in my head, mm-hmm. like story wise, that I know, like, there's like a one in a million chance that that works itself out the way that it does because it's a role-playing game and we just kind of go with the flow and so like it's like if all of the stars align and these two people were together or like end up in the same room or like like what would the interaction be and and like and i think that's kind of one of the ways that i develop my characters is like running them through scenes in my head Mm -hmm. and being like okay this is kind of how they'd interact if they were with this person like this person and them would clash or they'd work really well together or they'd like this mm-hmm. is how their energy would bounce off <clears throat> of each other and things like that and so i think that helps me build out the character i think it also helps me come up with ideas mm-hmm. for in session like storytelling um but i think one of the funny things is it's it's always a yeah this probably isn't gonna happen this way but you know it's good to dream. <laughs> sure, sure. But, I'm sure I'm um, sure it will throw you a curveball and you'll have to be like, oh, yeah. apparently I mean, he's in love with you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this last session... Was had... that originally how, how Nox was going to be? Was, he's going to be obsessed with Dondine or like get like attracted to Dondine? Or is that something you threw in at the end? You mean Mariah? No. Ondine. Nox. Nox. Didn't... No. When I did an insight check, there was like a subtle attraction to Ondine. Yeah, Ondine playing Mariah. Right, but the you know what I mean. Okay, but he's not attracted to Ondine. He's attracted to Mariah. But Ondine's playing Mariah. Yeah. So, 
there's something yeah, I'm there. just saying. But I'm saying, was it originally planned out, or was that like a, oh, this could be interesting? Or um, I don't think it really was. Funny or I mean, I, it was one of those things that I hadn't... I mean, like, when I wrote out Mariah's... Sorry to go D&D lore, but, like, when I wrote out Mariah's no, that, journal... No, I'm also... This is more of a... From a character building standpoint, yeah. not necessarily about D&D, but... Yeah, talking about character building. Um, yeah. The, like, when I wrote out Mariah's journal... Um, mm. I, I wrote out specific, um, when I gave it to Miriam, I said, here are like three or four specific <sighs> entries that would stand out to you and have information that you felt was relevant and or necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the articles talked about without a name, just talked about like a him, he, mm. like this, this entity beyond um, and like, I think at that point there was like a potential, like maybe they're a thing, maybe they have a weird, they play a weird game. They're both very, the thing is as characters, Knox is very narcissistic, mm-hmm. which he wasn't, I don't think originally supposed to be as narcissistic as he was, but he just came out that way. And that, that's how I like him. Um, he's very narcissistic and self-centered and so there's a certain amount of he doesn't really have room in his life for anyone else but he makes room because some people make him feel better about himself Hmm. in a weird way um or like i mean if if he wasn't so narcissistic we'd have nothing to go off i mean some people some people like honestly bring him enough success that he can be continued to be narcissistic about things hmm. um yeah and mariah was supposed to be a, a very intriguing um character that was a little out there she honestly probably wasn't supposed to die as quickly as she did in the campaign like well it's she, hard to do when we couldn't get tyrant on a leash yeah that early and and which is fair but like i didn't i mean we've we've gone over it. that's not that encounter in the library did not go as planned and so she was supposed to be a lot more of a lore character Mm -hmm. and like a she was definitely out for quite like interested in talking interesting um but the talking never happened and so um i mean technically you guys did take her outside of the city and did have some conversations but like so she was supposed to be a she was supposed to be a somewhat guarded but also just kind of a a carefree flying through life figuratively and literally um like just kind of pursuing whatever whim she found um type of character and so neither one of them were really i felt like were really i guess they're not good for each other but it's just how it worked out you sure, know yeah. like like um no that's fair like as character development like Knox has a weird like Knox is so obsessed with himself but then also there's like this other individual who I mean also since he's met Ondine playing Mariah mm-hmm. she's given him a lot of ideas and oh, yeah. has honestly really stroked his ego to really yeah um kind of you know screw up his some of his intentions and change his plans but also make him but also allow him to take the credit for it. Yeah. Um, and so, and so like character development wise, he, I don't know. I don't know where his, their relationship is going. 
but well, it's not really gonna go. I know anywhere. it's not going anywhere, but like I don't know at what point. I still don't necessarily know where he is mentally with sure, that. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, no. She, oh, Miriam's doing a good job with that, but um, anyway. Yeah, character like character, character development development as a whole. Like yeah, it's also been interesting because with the D and D campaign, like I've had characters on different levels of how um fleshed out they are Mm -hmm. and so like someone like calistia was honestly she has the most lore written about her Mm -hmm. um that i've actually like tracked and written down oh calistia okay i already forgot yeah (laughs) calistia elven rogue monk um Mm -hmm. she like was designed like she was kind of a, like a really surface, just an intriguing concept of like stat wise for D and D stuff. Yeah, but then like yeah. as a character, like she very quickly became kind of central to like when I, as soon as I started playing her, she mm-hmm. very quickly became a very central piece to what was going on at the moment. Yeah. I, I feel like, and, and her personality was a little bit bigger than necessary thought and so like when i started like fleshing things out and we also like took christmas break so i had lots of time to work on character development and she was one of the ones that i really went into and so i went like i figured out who her parents were and where she was and came up with names for all of these things and her like sibling and like all these details um and lore for her and so excuse me She's a character with a lot of lore backing her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does, and I think she also is one of the characters that has the most well-developed personality, like distinct personality mm-hmm. that sets her aside from other NPCs. Um, another one that I'm kind of hoping will meet, not meet, but we'll see more of in the future is Pandora. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think she's also a very intriguing concept and has skills and just a personality she's impulsive um very off the wall there's not a lot we know about her right now no not really and so other than the fact that she really likes airships apparently yeah um and so and so like she's a character that i'm really interested to see violetta is also an interesting character i think i think everyone from katana I'm very interested to see where they go. Like, Declan and oh, yeah. Indigo. Like, Declan, Indigo, and Violetta. I'm very interested to see where they go. Partially because Violetta is a... Like, the the prequel version of a character that appears in later series and stuff like that. That I've written. I've started writing and plotting and that kind of thing. And so and so sh- we're, we're kind of developing it's her origin story in a way right for violetta and so that's that's really interesting to me is like seeing where she came from and how she is like 17 i think but she's also maybe running a city like yeah. it and it's it's all up in the air in that in that sense and so i think she's an intriguing character to see where since I kind of have an end game, like I know where she's going, but I don't know where she's coming from, um, character mm-hmm. development wise. Um, same thing with, uh, or not same thing, but Declan and Indigo, I have a basis and a starting point for them, but I don't know where they're going. 
Um, mm. So it's, it's one of the things that I really like about our, our campaign at D&D in general is it's allowing me to create all these characters and develop them in varying levels. Um, and it's okay to have more, some characters be more developed and some of them be less developed. And just as you, as I play them, I get to know them better. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dominic, like didn't necessarily, I kind of had a vague concept for him, but like kind of as we started, kept going he's just kind of a little out there hippie like not true hippie but just like a little weird weird and um just just one of those guys (laughs) um and so as and same thing with the t going back to the tv show like those characters i mean since i rewrote the entire thing from scratch um i had already written three episodes i think with everyone fleshed out and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then when i went back to rewrite i had developed the characters and i i felt more comfortable and i felt like i knew the characters because i'd already written so much content for them and even though we weren't using that Mm -hmm. it was a good writing experience we're like okay so this is how these characters interact and this is kind of the personality of this character and this is where we might be going with this character. And, mm-hmm. and so going back in writing, it was a lot easier to character, like develop out those characters. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about that when you've already yeah <clears throat> thought of things, it's easier to, yeah. And also when I, I felt like when I handed them over to people like you, um, I mean you most just because you and I, you and I were closer in working things out. Like, you brought your own things to the table, um, which I really enjoy. Sure, that's, that's what you want to call. You brought your own table. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, I feel like a, and we I were, brought time travel. <laughs> yeah, we ran. <laughs> like that's freaking actually time that travel. Um, but hey, I, I will say, as far as I understand it, our time travel theory worked. Uh, like, made sense. Mm-hmm. Theoretically. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it's It also, definitely didn't it's shred also the universe, time, but... time, so it's like um, weird and like... Yeah, you know. it's a construct, but the... I think my favorite example of time travel is still Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. That is my favorite um, use of time. Because they actually like explain things like the time, time-space continuum and the paradox, and if you go back, or if you go to a, a, to a time in which you existed, it like yeah that that whole thing and the the part when like the both shermans like high-fived and they got stuck together and they were like oh no and then they realized like oh to compensate like yada 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 whether that's factual or not i was just like well at least they're like talking about like oh these are yeah. issues you know what i mean yeah and they, they versus I... end game which was just like oh let's just like throw a bunch of words out there confuse everybody and then be like oh i guess that's right science like um I hated that. I, I, my thing is, I feel like Mr. Peabody and Sherman, they set rules and they and followed they stuck them. to them. Yeah. They stuck to the rules. They didn't alter them for the sake of story or anything like that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think, and I think we had a lot of people bring, we had a lot of people bring new things to the table and we had a lot of people just take what was already there and just like, 
do their best with what it was. Um, yeah. Like, like you and I, I mean, you and I planned and rewrote a bunch of stuff before we even brought on the rest of the cast for your character right, and yeah. that kind of thing. But like, well, I had to play two characters and I was like, what's yeah. happening? A lot of people, a lot of people, um, I kind of would be intrigued to see how I would act, like, now that I've done, arguably done a whole bunch of acting experience. Uh huh. Like, because we did, did we film the TV show after the play? No. It was before. Uh, it would have been before the play. So it was. Because I remember, remember, you did the. No, it was after the play. Sorry. It was after. It was after the um, play because I had longer hair. Yeah. So I kind of wanted, like, it would be interesting to see now that I've done all the D and D acting, mm-hmm. acting with air quotes, kind of like role playing, yeah, role playing. If if and how I would play those characters differently in the film project, if we were doing it now, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that like I'm just kind of curious about what what would have been different, or what could have been different. But I don't know. Anyway. I kind of would like to do a film, like a short film That'd project this yeah. summer. Um, I mean... A five minute thing, though? I don't know. I don't know if it'd take the whole summer to do that. Well, I I know. On, but depending well, on the short. Well, 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 what you're talking about is like, we do like a day. Right. And then you go into post. Yeah, and well, yeah. once post is done, which potentially... We need, to, we need to do that. We need So we just need to figure out what the bit would be and then just do the two of us. If you have three cameras, we can cover yeah. things and then go for it. Yeah. And do the thing. And then we could also just do, like, different... We just play different characters but be the same people. Yeah. We just, like, put a hat on and just be like, hey, yeah, I'm this guy. You we know? just start the Spoken Fire <laughs> sketch channel. Exactly. You know? Exactly, exactly. On top of all the other things that, you know, we have, we yeah. barely well, get the, videos well, out on time anyway. Well, that's the other thing is, is like, I'm like, we, I would love to do a short film project because I'd like to do something start from finish and just be done with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I mean, spring break is next week. So it's over spring break mm-hmm. and then moving in, like hopefully moving from the energy from spring break, but also during the summer, I'm going to try to get 100% caught up on firewater editing yeah, and yeah, releasing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cause that's a big thing for me, partially because it's starting to fill up my computer. Um, true, true. And true. also, we're really behind. Like true, true, true. And so we, I mean, we just filmed forty, so forty-one, forty-one, and we've released eight. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm hoping. I just mean, throw those, eat those boys. Potentially, because the, the thing is, when it the the real thing is, it takes time to like export it, and I can't use my computer while it's doing that because it's so. It uses up like all of its power yeah, or whatever, yeah, and so yeah. and so I'm thinking maybe during spring break when I don't have to be using my computer for like anything else anything but, else no. and also we don't have a dungeons and dragons episode that friday like one of my my things mm-hmm. with your thing so i don't have to prep stuff so i'm oh, thinking crap yeah that's maybe week. not this week but next week um Good point yeah uh like maybe i can do an episode a day but we'll see mm-hmm. i'm i'm also waiting on a couple of things specifically I'm trying to get Steven to get me the new intro music. And 
we also at some point maybe this is a spring break thing question mark maybe this is a summer thing um filming the fake ads and things like that oh that'd be fun um to put during the break but cosette's coffee yes so we should do something like that ads plural there should only be one right well it's cosette's coffee and then whatever and then we have we're gonna do an ad for the this podcast oh well that yeah thrown in there we're gonna and film then, that no i'm gonna play record um i'm gonna play yeah i'm gonna play with somebody i wanna feel like oh gosh <laughs> it's dance but um, i know the... i know that song is on my it's the second one on my uh light songs playlist hmm. so don't even see <laughs> Don't get us demonetized. Anyway. Not that you could even hear it. I know. But yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, oh, whoa. I can categorize my... That's my the, That's my thing is like being like, yeah, maybe we could do more than one. Like, that's the thing. Sorry. If we do a sketch or something this summer and we get it done and released and everything and we're like, cool, what's next? Like, we can do that. Sure, sure, sure. But like, sure. I just want to be like, yeah, let's do one short film or short sketch or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, start small, work our way up. Yeah, and maybe I'll have good hair by then. Anyway, <laughs> were we gonna bam, talk about bam, that? Bam. We're not gonna talk about it now. Okay, we're already over. Over an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, we're, we're pretty much good. Um, it's been fun, been real. Um, yeah. I think we should stop talking. Now. Yeah, me too. Are we gonna do a countdown nope. or not? You. Sometimes we Three, do, and sometimes we don't. Two. Is that what you need to say? One. No. <laughs>